New on Curiosity Stream. Grab your lab goggles. We're out to find the world's coolest, loudest, and most in-your-face experiments. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. See how hands-on science can change our everyday lives on oddly satisfying science. Plus, from goats to guard dogs, here's surprising stories about the creatures that brought humanity to the next level. It's animals that changed history. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Let me preface this by thanking those of you who have expressed their concern about me in my previous video. I'm assuring you that I'm feeling a lot better. I don't believe the stagecoach has had any effect on me. My injuries have gotten better as well, even though I've discovered that I've twisted my ankle a bit and therefore have trouble walking, which is why I'll probably stay off work tomorrow as well. What I'm about to tell you happened on Halloween. Fall is one of our busier seasons since Dale always has us go all out with spooky decorations once Halloween approaches. This, of course, makes work just all the more tiresome. However, that's not the only thing making life for us actors harder than it already is around that time. Come October, my manager gets into this very weird mood and starts acting atypically nice to us. On Halloween night, we close down a bit earlier, at 9pm to be exact. That, of course, is strange in itself, seeing as one would think that this would be the perfect occasion to keep the park open extra long, but it gets weirder. After the park is shut down and all the other staff has left the premises, we, the seven actors, are tasked with completing a strange set of chores. Nathan is of course excluded from this matter, something that I didn't understand for a long time, but makes a lot more sense to me after our conversation yesterday. First off, we are not allowed to leave the park until midnight. That means we have three hours time to complete the tasks Dale gives us. They're different each year, and I feel like they get stranger every single time. Take last year as an example. After the park was closed down and everyone else had left, the seven of us had gathered outside Dale's office like every year, ready to receive our instructions. Now, Dale always tells us that they're out of the utmost importance, but he has never given us any reason or further explanation. Sometimes I really wonder if he does it just to mess with us. No one ever questions him, though, since he pays us extra on that night. I remember it was a particularly cold and starry night. The moon was standing high in the sky, and a cool breeze was ruffling my frilly black shirt. None of us had changed out of our costumes yet. I was hopping up and down a little to warm myself up. Darius offered me his cold, blood-stained lab coat, but I politely declined. When Dale finally stepped out of his office holding a clipboard and a camera, we let out a collective sigh of relief. Been taking your time, boss, Maxine remarked. I do hope you'll forgive me, my manager replied sarcastically. Are all the pretenders locked up? Each of us nodded affirmatively. So, what is it this time? Mitchell urged him. The girls and I exchanged amused glances as we thought back to the Halloween night of the year prior, when Mitchell was ordered to strip down to his boxers run around the haunted hospital funhouse three times while singing the first song he could think of. Caroline, Maxine, Anne, and I had laughed at him like crazy. Admittedly, that had been a bit mean, but seeing your co-worker jog around in nothing but his underwear singing Bad Moon Rising was something none of us could take seriously, 
Darius, Oliver, and Dale had tried not to make a big deal of it, but we hadn't been able to hold back. Anne stifled a giggle at the memory to which Mitchell shot her a death glare. Don't worry, Sheriff, Dale assured him. No one's going to be forced to lay eyes on that soft belly of yours tonight. A low chuckle rippled throughout our group. Mitchell cursed. No, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's task is one including every one of you. First, we will relocate to the Candyland. No one's allowed to say a word on our way, except me. Once we're all there, we gather on the main plaza in a circle. You join hands and close your eyes. I'll be standing in the middle. It's important that you do as I say, and only open your eyes once I allow you to. His voice softened a bit. And after that, we'll just go and hang out in one of the restaurants in Hollywood until midnight. I got some donuts for you then, he added. Anne, who was still in her clown's costume, raised her hand. Is that really it? No weird stunts or publicly humiliating ourselves? Dale nodded. Yes, that's all. Though, and one more thing. I'll be taking photos of each single one of you, so don't let the flash of the camera startle you. You have to keep your eyes closed once we've joined hands. He took a look at his digital watch. All right, we're starting our march to the candy section now. Remember... I don't want to hear a single tone from any of you. A few of us nodded affirmatively, and we got on our way. I was quietly walking alongside Caroline, exchanging smiles and looks of equal confusion from time to time. When we had reached the plaza, we formed a circle around Dale, just like he had instructed us. Caroline was standing to my right. I could feel the warmth of her palm through her silk glove. Oliver, who stood to my left, shot me a shy smile before taking my smaller hand into his. His skin was a bit rough and calloused. All right, everyone, now close your eyes, Dale ordered. I took a deep breath before doing as he told me. For a minute or two, everything was silent. I felt Caroline's fingers twitch slightly. Then, suddenly, I felt something odd. It was like I sensed a person standing right behind me. For a split second, I was almost certain I could even feel their breath in my hair. The sensation lingered for over a full minute. I know because I was counting the seconds in my head. Still, I marked my manager's warning and kept my eyes shut. I shuddered when they finally seemed to have moved past me. Oliver must have felt me shiver, seeing as he gave my hand a reassuring squeeze. Only seconds later, Dale unexpectedly spoke up. His voice was low and very grave. Don't. Move. I took a deep breath. Caroline's fingers were trembling ever so slightly. I could hear someone, presumably one of the guys, cough quietly. Dale hissed at him to shut up. Stay still, he whispered. Just a little longer now. He then added something in an even more indistinct voice, something I couldn't understand. It sounded like a question, though. All right. I'm going to take your pictures now. Keep your eyes shut and stay still, he commanded. Moments later, I could see a camera flashing brightly through my closed eyelids. From the electronic beeping noise that followed, I assumed that Dale was looking through the photos. For a second, it sounded like he was holding his breath before exhaling again. Okay, that's all, he finally told us. You can open your eyes again. With a collective sigh of relief, we let go of each other's hands. Looking around at my co-workers' faces, I found every emotion ranging from confusion to unease displayed on them.
There, Dale said with a smile. Wasn't that hard, was it? Well, it sure beats last year, Mitchell remarked. Let us take our coats, though, next time, Caroline added. I mean, I'm freezing. As promised, Dale had unlocked the door to one of the restaurants in Hollywood for us and let us sit inside. He had apparently kept his promise, seeing as there were two large boxes of donuts standing on the largest table, waiting for us. Help yourselves, he offered before turning to leave. Aren't you joining us? Oliver asked. Dale smiled bitterly. I think you'd have more fun without your boss in the same room. I'll be dropping by at midnight to let you guys out. With that, he left us by ourselves. We spent the remainder of our night shift talking and playing more or less improvised games. The donuts were delicious, and I think we were having a good time. None of us really commented on the Halloween task until I asked if anyone had been able to understand what Dale's inaudible question from earlier was. What question? Mitchell inquired. The piece of donut in his mouth muffling his voice. I frowned. I'm pretty sure he said something. I just don't know what. Did no one else hear it? The others shook their heads. So... What do you guys think this was? Some kind of seance? Anne inquired. I felt kind of weird when we did it. Almost like someone was walking around behind us. I finished her sentence. My friend nodded eagerly. Yes, exactly. I liked last year's task better, Oliver chimed in, amicably nudging Mitchell, who was sitting next to him. At least that gave us something to laugh about. This was just plain unsettling. I didn't mind it, actually. Darius remarked. It felt kind of cool doing this thing as a group. There was like th this sense of unison to it. We continued to ponder about the background of the annual chore some more before coming to the conclusion that it was all probably harmless and that the extra pay was worth it. And that was that. While I have never been able to make any sense of this odd tradition, it's pretty obvious that it has something to do with the park. I wonder if someday... When I've got all this figured out, I'll understand why Dale took our pictures last year. Had Mitchell run around naked in 2018, and a lot of us square dance for one hour on the Hollywood Plaza in 2017.